eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's break down what looks like the number one wide receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs, Juju Smith-Schuster. And right now, as we talk about him on Fantasy Football Today in 5, looking at average draft position since May 1st, Juju Smith-Schuster is a little bit lower than I thought he'd be. 71st overall wide receiver, 31. I'm Adam Azer. I'm joined by Jacob Gibbs of Sportsline.com. So what did you see when you looked into the metrics? Let's start with the types of routes that Juju runs. We know the ADOT's been a lot lower lately. He's changed a little bit over the course of his career. Um, but, you know, in terms of his route tree, what can you tell us about Juju Smith-Schuster? Yeah, it's definitely, I think, important to start with the route tree to just kind of contextualize what has happened because early in his career, this is a guy who is averaging over two yards per hour run. And then last year he averaged 0.88. Like it's been really one of the most dramatic drop-offs we've ever seen. Um, and a, a lot of it does have to do with his route tree. I mean, what we've seen from him and the way Pittsburgh is using him is really more like what we would expect from a tight end and less what we'd expect from a receiver. He's ranked dead last among qualified receivers in average route depth and uh, average depth of target over the past two years. Uh, his average depth of target fell from 9.1 yards in his first three seasons to 5.7 over the past two. Right. Um, so like it, it really would take a special type of player to um, produce exciting or even relevant fantasy results in the type of role that he's playing. Like we're, I mean, Jalen Waddle is kind of the only guy that comes to mind really. Uh, um, so like, I think it's important to start there. Um and I was, I was prepared to maybe like give him a pass for how inefficient he's been. Um, but the more that I dug into his data, it, the less inspired I felt to believe that like he is a victim of circumstance. I think this, that his role hasn't helped him, but I think really the problem does have a lot to do with Juju. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about that. Cause you're going to compare him to his former Steelers teammates and look at the efficiency there. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I think um, to get an idea of like how he's performed uh, when he has been allowed to operate outside of this, you know, security blanket for Big Ben short yardage role, um, I think the most effective like way to 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 view that data was to uh, compare how he performed on downfield route running opportunities compared to his teammates. Because like if it's if he's just a victim of circumstance, then he should still be outperforming his teammates at a somewhat similar level to like what we saw before during the more efficient years um, when he's giving downfield route running opportunities. But that has not been the case at all. So I broke it down into two subsets and it's how um, Juju and his teammates performed on routes that developed five yards or more downfield and on routes that developed 10 or more yards downfield. Um, and so on five plus yard routes, uh, Juju was 
20% more likely to draw a target than his teammates in 2018. In 2019, that dropped. He was actually 5% less likely. There was a quarterback change. There was a lot of noise that happened there. Um, and then over the past two years, he has been 16% less likely to draw target um, on those routes than his teammates. Mm. Not great. No. Um, <laughs> and then when you look at uh, routes that developed 10 or more yards downfield, uh, Juju was plus 28% in 2018, uh, plus 14% in 2019. And then minus 26% uh, over the last two seasons. And so he's just not being targeted on those routes, which could have something to do with Big Ben. Um, I, I do. I remember last year I looked up, Juju ran a ton, like the uh, lowest target per route run rate on go routes of any player in the NFL. So they were just sending him downfield sometimes. Um, but his yard per route run rate tells a similar story. So when he was drawing targets, uh, he really wasn't efficient with them anyway. Um, his efficiency on five plus yard routes was plus 30% in 2018 and plus 34% in 2019. He was insanely efficient early in his career on downfield routes. He was like more efficient than Antonio Brown those years. Um, across the past two seasons, he's been 9% less efficient than his teammates. And this is including Ray McLeod. This is including yeah. Pat Furrymuth, who are like all operating around the line of scrimmage, really short yardage guys. Uh, it's not just comparing to Chase Claypool. It's everyone in Pittsburgh. Um, on 10 plus yard routes, he was... He was still 7% more efficient, um, which seems encouraging until you compare it to the fact that he was plus 45% in the years prior. Mm. Um, so it, if you think that the problem was just the role, I don't think that the data points to that. I think Juju could still be effective in Kansas City. It's a high-powered offense. He could be peppered with targets. He could legitimately be their you know, wide receiver one, like you mentioned. Um, but I don't, I don't think that there is much of a ceiling for him to return to you know, the early career guy that we saw. That's really interesting because, you know, people will blame the Steelers situation, but you're basically comparing him to the rest of the Steelers I and mean, seeing how he did. And that is a really, you know, good way to look at it and interesting insight. Thank you, Jacob Gibbs. Thank you all for watching and listening. Hope you're having a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday on Fantasy Football Today in 5.